today's top story from the perspective of someone who's there. You are looking live. This just in. Not my beat. For more on Adam Peters, let's bring in NFL Nation reporter covering the San Francisco 49ers for ESPN. It's Nick Wagner, a man who I've met one time before. Nick, I believe uh, back in an owner's meetings in like 2017, you, me, John Kime, and Lindsey Theory had tremendous tacos somewhere in Phoenix, Arizona. Other than that, I uh, definitely remember that. (laughs) I definitely remember that. Good, good times for sure. It was it was a long time ago. Seems like a lifetime. But thanks for having me back. It would be an interesting, uh, interesting times out there in in Washington. Yeah, for sure. We will break our uh, our blood promise to only eat over the finest authentic or only talk over the finest authentic tacos to discuss Adam Peters. Um, and I am, I am frankly, Nick, stunned that this is happening. Um, stunned in the best way. I'm, I'm thrilled yeah. uh, for, for what is coming for this organization. But if I had asked you a month ago, six weeks ago, was Adam Peters leaving San Francisco, what would you have said? I would have said there's a chance, but I also would have been cautious about it. Um, and I'll just kind of take you through the timeline of just, from, I guess, from my viewpoint and talking to people in the building about how this kind of went down. But I, I think... I'll start here. Adam Peters has had opportunities in the past few years to go and be a GM elsewhere. He's had opportunities to interview for jobs, jobs that he has interviewed for that I think if he had pushed a little harder, uh, he probably could have gotten in some instances as well. And a big part of the reason he didn't was because he was very happy here. He's from Cupertino nearby. His family is from here. He loves the 49ers. He's in a really good spot where he's not necessarily the head guy. He's not making the final decision, but his input is very valued, which can be kind of a good spot, right? Because then it doesn't fall on you if something goes bad, right? Um, so he was he's in a really good spot here. And I think it was going to always take the exact right situation for him to leave. And I think this is why fans in Washington can be excited about this and happy about this, other than that they're getting a a good person and a a, a good talent evaluator is the Washington situation was the best situation that I think that he's seen that he's been a a real candidate for in the last three or four years. And to my, in my opinion, personally, if I'm a coach or a GM, it's the best situation in the league in this cycle hands down between the cap space and the draft pick and the new ownership and all the excitement that goes with all those things, some good players that are already in place. So I think he checked, I think it checked a lot of boxes for him in terms of, Hey, if I am going to go out on my own and I'm going to be the guy who is in charge, what are the things that I need and what are the things that I want to have success? And then when, when, when I guess it was Monday, you probably remember the, 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 the schedule a little better than me, or at least kind of the way things went down. When the news came out that Bob Myers was involved, yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is done. I mean, that was my my initial like. I was like, and I talked to people in the building who were like, oh yeah, we feel the same way, um, because Bob Myers, Bob Myers, and Adam Peters, I, you know, I don't want to overplay how close they are, but they do know each other. Bob Myers has been around the 49ers organization a fair amount over the last few years. He's just fascinated, kind of, by how different organizations work, particularly the NFL. And I know he's gotten to know John Lynch. I know that he knows Adam Peters quite well. They're both the UCLA guys. I don't think they were there at the same time. So not like they go back that far, but nonetheless, the ties are there. And once the Bob Myers thing came into play, I was like, boy, I could really see this happening. So I would say that was the first time where I was like, I went from like a 50, 50, just has everything has to be right to like, 95 five i think he's probably got one foot out the door yeah um that was monday and it happened basically immediately after they fired rivera 
that morning, next thing you know, they're all in Miami at Josh Harris's palatial estate down there. Um, <laughs> and, and next thing you know, here we are on Friday talking about Adam Peters being the new GM of the Washington commander. So who is he as a football guy? Like what role has he had in building the juggernaut number one seed that you're about to cover playoff games for? Yeah, I think the, I think the top thing is, is he's a very, very good talent evaluator. And when the, when John Lynch got here in 2017 with Kyle Shanahan, their number one thing was, you know, John Lynch had never been a general manager before, but they brought him in largely because he and Kyle would be on the same page and they felt they could work together well. But also, they needed to get a talent evaluator. They needed someone who could help John Lynch with that side of things because that is a big part of the job description other than just like, you know, I think they wanted Lynch to kind of reform the culture where Adam Peters was brought in as a guy who could really help reshape the roster. And now Kyle Shanahan still has the hammer on that stuff, and he has a lot of say in it. But what you've seen is I think Adam Peters' greatest contribution is that he has been outstanding when it comes to working with Kyle Shanahan, understanding what Kyle Shanahan is looking for in players and how they fit in the scheme, and then finding guys who they can make that work. And if you look at the track record, the 49ers, since, since 2017, they've had a couple of first-round picks that have been really good. Nick Bosa, Brandon Ayuk, are namely, really good. Haven't been so great otherwise in the first round. They've been okay. Uh, second round, just okay. But when you get into those middle rounds, Adam Peters – and the Niners have found stars, not just not just good players, like good role players who can help you out for four years and then move on to a, a decent contract somewhere else, but legitimate stars. Fred Warner in the third round, George Kittle in the fifth round, Dre Greenlaw in the fifth round, uh, Brock Purdy in the seventh round. I mean, there's, there's countless examples that they're finding these guys who are pro bowl, all pro types, um, which obviously makes your, your whole operation more sustainable in terms of having success. And so I think Adam Peters has been instrumental in that. I think they really trust him a lot in terms of when they get to those middle rounds and maybe Kyle Shanahan just simply does as a human being doesn't have enough time to dive that deep into the weeds in the draft. That's where Adam Peters has really played an integral role in helping build out the roster. Nick Wagner, NFL Nation reporter for covering the 49ers for ESPN is with us here on the Hoffman Show. So I, that sparks two separate thoughts in my mind, Nick. Um, one, we'll take stars here however we can get them. Um, I was just, the, I think the last tweet you sent was that the, the Niners have seven AP all team or all pros. Washington mm -hmm. hasn't had seven in 50 years. Like I think almost <laughs> literally they haven't had one since 2015 and Brandon Sheriff. Right. Like, that is remarkable, the amount of talent they've had. But we're also looking at a franchise that does have the number two overall pick, and that is seen as pretty essential, can't mess this up, to reboot the franchise. Yep. If you're looking at that number two pick and knowing how Peters thinks about football and that this will be ultimately his call, do you have any lean positionally or maybe even more specifically who the commanders could look at, again, knowing how Peters thinks? Yeah, for head coach, you mean? For, well, no, for, for, for the number two pick, I do want to ask you the head coach question oh, in a second yeah. as well. You mentioned the relationship between okay. me and Kyle, but in terms of yeah. the draft, like that number two pick, do they need to go quarterback? Like how, do, how does Adam Peters look at putting together a roster with a, an asset that valuable? Yeah, you know what's, what's fascinating is, is this is almost uh, – it almost comes full circle for him in a draft sense because when he got here in 2017, the 49ers had the number two pick. Mm -hmm. um, they they did, and as as Washington fans will remember, and you will remember Craig very well, 
they're waiting on Kirk Cousins. So they did not intend to draft a quarterback that year. They intended to roll with Brian Hoyer, draft C.J. Beathard in the third round, and then wait for Kirk Cousins to come. Of course, you know, history changed things a bit when, when Jimmy Garoppolo, they traded for him and, and all that. And we all know how it played out from there. But I do think there's a lesson to be taken from that. And I think Kyle Shanahan in an honest moment would say, well, yeah, I mean, obviously with hindsight, we wish we had looked closer at Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson or, or whoever in that draft, that quarterback. Obviously, Mitch Trubisky was the guy who ended up going two. The Niners traded down from two to three before, before Trubisky went. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But I say that because – I think Adam Peters probably learned a lesson of like, hey, if you're, if you're in this spot and you have an opportunity to get your franchise quarterback now, um, you've got to do it. Now, that's not to say that, you know, maybe he doesn't love any of them. Maybe maybe he thinks they can trade down and get somebody he likes a little better than who they could get it to and, and get extra picks. I mean, so he's, he's kind of seen and done it all because the 49ers have done the thing where they've traded down in the example I just gave. They've also done the thing where they traded up with Trey Lance. Neither one of those worked out, right? So, um, so, so he's, he's kind of seen it all. But I would just think, and this ties into the head coaching question too, I think that the three most important – I'm not breaking any, any ground here, but the three most important people in your organization are your head coach, your general manager, and your quarterback. And if you can bring all three in at the same time and all have all three on the same page like from the jump, I think that's a good way to jumpstart a rebuild, particularly when you're also flush with cap space and you have a few veterans who you can already build around. For sure. Uh, all right, Nick Wagner wrapping up with us here on the Hoffman Show. Let's wrap up with that that essential question. Who do you think that he has his eye on as the guy that will now, I don't know if he'll lead it. I don't know if Bob and, and Rick Spielman, uh, at that, you know, Josh Harris obviously is going to be the leader, leader of this search. But now that, sure. now that Adam Peters is involved in it, when you look at the top candidates for head coaches, anybody stick out like a sore thumb? Yeah, I mean, there's two names that are obvious. One I know is already making the rounds there, and everyone is already kind of uh, slam dunking it, which is which is Ben Johnson from Detroit. And I think it makes a ton of sense. Uh, I think I think you get a, a, a really bright offensive mind, kind of cut, not necessarily not from the Shanahan tree per se, but just cut from the same cloth in terms of how they view offense and the way that they attack defenses. Um, I think that would be an, an obvious, easy fit. For, for Adam Peters. The other one is Bobby Slowick. And uh, obviously Bobby has a little history in Washington, but uh, you know, he also has history with Adam Peters from here in, in San Francisco. He's the offensive coordinator for the Texans. And I'll say this, uh, Bobby Slowick, you know, there it used to be, I'd say before 2017, people would look at a guy like Bobby Slowick and say, it's too fast. He's rising too fast. We can't hire him as a head coach yet. Right. Um, Sean McVay changed that. I think I think the Rams the Rams showed everybody that if you like the guy and you think he's got a bright future, you just hire him. And so if you're looking at if you're looking at as a team like Washington and you're saying, you know, we have the number two pick, we're probably going to draft the quarterback. It'd be great if we could get somebody who's who's proved that they can help nurture a quarterback and get the best out of him already. Well, he just did it with C.J. Stroud uh, the year before that. He won with you know going through Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Brock Purdy. Uh, while well, he was the passing game coordinator in, here in San Francisco. Um, so Bobby Sloak is one of the smartest coaches I've ever come across, even for being so young uh, in my time in this business. And so um, I would guess that Johnson is the favorite. I wouldn't completely count out Bobby Sloak. That's just from me kind of knowing how Adam Peters thinks, how intelligent he is, and also the ties that he might have to Bobby Sloak. You sound like me in 2016 when I was still on the beat and I would talk, was talking to people about Sean McVay with what you just said about Bobby Sloak. Like that – 
that was kind of eerie, Nick, but that's fine. There's, there are worse <laughs> things to be eerie about than similarities of a brilliant young assistant coach. Slow is going to get a job somewhere. Super smart. Uh, definitely wouldn't be mad if it's here, yeah. but um, I, I, I'm glad to hear you say, as someone who covers that Shanahan offense every day, uh, that Johnson is kind of cut from the same cloth because that's certainly what it looks like from afar, uh, from our vantage point Absolutely. here, watching both teams. Uh, so Nick Wagner, if you want more 49ers coverage, of course, uh, they'll be in the playoffs. So you can read his work uh, on the NFL playoffs and, and anything else that they've got going on with their offseason on ESPN.com. Nick, always great to chat. Uh, let's not go however many years it's been uh, before we, we chat again. Hopefully I'll see you out in Vegas for the Super Bowl. Sounds good, Craig. Talk to you. Right, that is Nick Wagner, everybody. Nick Wagner with us from San Francisco, giving you the insight on Adam Peters.